episode 256 of the Saturn and the Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined this week by my fantastic super co-hosts, Peter and Jake. Super co-host. No, this is the uh, whiskey mixer edition of the cast. What's your favorite whiskey soda mixer? Answer in the comments. Um, ginger ale is the correct answer. Ooh. Anything else Ooh. is... Not Dr. Pepper. Else. For whiskey? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I tried it the other day. I was like, "This is this is just candy. This is just dessert." I don't know but if I've really alcohol. had like a whiskey. Like a, I think I think I've probably had like Jack and Coke, and I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, it's, well, anything with Jack in it's gonna taste true. like dust because that's what Jack Daniels <laughs> tastes like. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, like whiskey and like root beer taste really good sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Those are like, I don't think so. I I I would have I probably would have tried that because whiskey and root beer are like two of my favorite things, and you know, two great tastes that go great together. Yeah. I think I would have gotten mm-hmm. to that point in my mixology life. What about ooh? Now know, here's here's some here's some fancy shit. You do a root beer float, put some cognac in it, then you light the whole thing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Baked Alaska, Flambe. Toniak is just weirdly uh, spelled. I don't. I don't like it. Kodiak my simple American brandy. My simple American <laughs> mind says I don't. I don't understand, and therefore it's foreign to me. So well, when they made the French well, it dictionary, it's French. Fuck that. Yeah, when they made the French dictionary, Le Webster, he just had a he had a G pinned to a dart, and he would just throw it at the dictionary, and it's like. And they asked him, like, is it going to change anything how you pronounce the word? And he's like, nah. Nah. He's silent. Spread A-N-A-U-G-H. Nah. Nah. <laughs> That's why you have champagne and cognac. <laughs> and, of course, champagne. as always, we're coming at you live from... I got nothing. I was. I think it's Italy. I think. I think we're coming live from Italy. We're coming live from the trunk of a '60s car that has. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna sound it out in Morse code. We're coming code at you live. We're, we're coming at you live from the fucking editing den of a man who has just given up. Oh, Yugoslavia. <laughs> what was this Yugoslavia? I guess so. I, I'm looking at the IMDb right now. It's 1967 Yugoslavia. Does what? Yugoslavia even exist anymore? No. Well, it would be 67 in my <laughs> Well, I mean, sure, I'll buy that, but just as context of how old this fucking movie is. Okay, Italy, France, so, West Germany, and Yugoslavia. Language. Okay, oh. so it was produced in Italian. That's. I, I thought it yes. was produced in Italian. Yes. Hence the... This is, yeah. Because it had the Arrivederci at the end. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... We are, of course, talking about the three fantastic supermen. Um, you don't even need to you thought, say it. Everybody now, you knew. thought we were going to be watching <laughs> Gecko Man 2. Why is that not happening? It's because I couldn't fucking find it. Because this shit is so esoteric. <laughs> so, I mean, c- congrats to you. 
if you have this movie and are able to watch it and you're like, these guys, oh, we missed out. It's probably because you speak Malaysian and you're able to just watch it in its native language. But for me to find it online in English. Uh, and it's it's not even just a question of in English because we watched Zebra Man oh, last that's week and that was in Japanese. Subtitles? But the only subtitles we could find were YouTube auto-generated subtitles that's a line i'm not willing to cross i don't think that we i mean i'm sure it would have been hilarious but i don't think we would have been able to appropriately review the film yeah it would have been all over the place i mean it it hardly gets english ones right Mm. and it still somehow manages to spell out the n-word every now and then and it's just like what the (laughs) hell (laughs) what and (laughs) i've seen that like twice cancel it Oh, did you hear about fucking, what's her face, Lindsay Ellis getting lynch mobbed off Twitter because she compared Raya to Avatar, and apparently that's racist? I thought everybody was no. comparing Ra, Ra yes, to Avatar. Yes, that's what I thought, too, but so apparently, we, we no, said it, this, was, this is literally Avatar The Last Airbender. No, that's not racist. How dare you compare two similarly influenced Asian-inspired movies? I don't know. Twitter put, was a You gotta put everything in its own little box. That's that's I the only when, way. When, when aliens teach our history to their youths after they've found the remains of our civilization after it collapses in 25 years, um, <laughs> we're, they're gonna mark 2011 and the invention of Twitter as the beginning of the end of human society. Or, it's just it's or if Twitter like, is the new overlord, it's the the beginning of the golden age of the world. <laughs> and we all that's, praise that's Twitter. The f- I mean, yeah, they're lord over the yeah. fucking crumbling and smoldering wreckage of society. <laughs> no, I think I think you're onto something because we may be going, we may be heading towards the Warhammer 40k timeline. In which case, Jack Dorsey is going to become the god emperor of the Imperium of Man. This, the psychic energy of the anger of everyone on Twitter is going to feed his powers. It turns out the warp, it's just 4chan. <laughs> you know how in Monsters, Inc., they were able to bottle scream and laughter into a renewable energy source? Oh, if God. we could somehow harness, like, impotent outrage of keyboard warriors on Twitter... We could power the world a million times. We could end our dependence on foreign oil today. Yeah. <laughs> we got to find that now alternate I... mythical resource, like in Monsters Inc. I want now. I want like a a high stakes like political or like military thriller where we invade the monster world from Monsters Inc. and pipe their energy back into our dimension. We're invading you for our energy. We're invading you for our own it's like screams. A re- like a reverse Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, because they were like invading just, our shit to like. You've got like the Doom guy, mm-hmm. S guy, just shoves the super shotgun into Mike Wazowski's eye like he's a fucking Cacodemon and pulls the trick. Cacodemon, Mike Wazowski. That's a thing. That has to be a thing. Google, <laughs> you you didn't fail me with Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> do you like Tesla? <laughs> do you like Tesla? Uh, come on, Mike. No, with... they're gonna have the SWAT team. We we found the door. Move in, and then it just cuts to like fifty guys with with Spaz twelves and in this little girl's I want, room. I want the tactical <laughs> the shootout between like 
SEAL Team 6, and the CDA. <laughs> 2319, meet M1911. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh uh, Blumhouse, call us. <laughs> Negotiate the rights to Monsters, Inc. with Disney. Is that... <laughs> I was really hoping for a cacodemon colored like Mike Wazowski. Oh, I no, I got that for you, too. Don't worry. <laughs> He's got the reverse. <laughs> what flavor? He's got the centaur and the reverse centaur. What flavor do you want? <laughs> you let me know. You're a BK. Have it your way. <laughs> we got green cacodemon Mike Wazowskis. We got red ones. <laughs> and they're all trying to get a little girl back to her home in the real world. <laughs> yeah, this fucking Mike Wazowski was. No, this is boo. what they actually look like to the children. <laughs> Disney oh just cleaned God. it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, seriously. Just made it softer. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, no. I, I don't. Want <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my well, God. Put we, that we've already on got Discord, that Jake. Hole. Put that in the chat. Yeah, the yeah let's get that on our servers. Um, just like let's get uh, let's get these shitty trailers out of the way. Yeah, yeah. On Trey Watch, our weekly trailer trailer roundup and review segment, and we begin this week with a Netflix original, Stowaway. That would never happen because things like this have already probably been thought of by science people. Yep, this is um, this may surpass Armageddon in terms of uh, I don't think like so, stupid but... scientific inaccuracies. Like this is the one they show right after it to the NASA trainees, and they're like, "All right, I fuck now it, this it's one." So hilarious to me. The whole premise of Armageddon: it's easier to train oil drillers to be astronauts than it is to train astronauts to be oil drillers. <laughs> Oh, it's not sense. like it's not like you could and just to, tell the astronauts to... what to do from the ground. Like the oil drillers couldn't just say, "Oh, that yeah, it looks like the spot. Go for it." Yeah, drill there. Yeah. Just pick a spot. <laughs> it's like it's not like there are Real. people who are like probably geologists. We need to <laughs> detonate a nuclear weapon in the core of the Earth to restart the rotation. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Stowaway is, is pretty. Stowaway is more of like a logistical. Um, mm -hmm. inaccuracies thing like they show this at like the NASA comptroller's office training video yeah <laughs> they gotta they gotta start the movie off with like addressing this glaring issue like somebody was away from their desk and like getting coffee or not paying attention and the big warning sign that says warning warning 25 kilos overweight <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah this isn't... Fine. <laughs> if, if Chris Columbus can do this in Home Alone then they can do it here. Because Home Alone had a tighter fucking story for why Kevin was left at home. They covered every contingency that, that the audiences might have. I don't know if this because one does. Because that was like the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> and this well, is the whole movie here, too. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what we're saying about Stowaway, if in case you haven't seen the trailer, the premise is that they left a whole person on a, a trip to Mars. They just they they got an extra whole person in there. And no one noticed. One bonus until person. Until they were... 
12 hours in flight and he just falls out of an access panel. They He's like, shit. They accidentally bought the astronaut combo deal and that came with a side <laughs> of bonus astronaut engineer uh, or rather just, uh, just rocket engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he and then just like in, in, in the rocket, stuck there. Yep. Oops, oops. Yeah, doesn't matter that, you know, the payload is calculated exactly like to the pound almost yeah. to get this thing in to orbit. To know how much you have, have yeah, you can stay in orbit and know how much fuel you need to have on the ship. Because uh, I don't know if you know this about rocket fuel, but it's fucking expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so literal rocket scientists forget an entire whole person on a ship. And then the astronauts who find them <laughs> compound this error by not saying, let's go back, we can do a mission to Mars whenever. Like, there are plenty of opportunities. It's not like when you do the Cassini where you have to do- line up all the gravity slingshots. You're just going to Mars. You just, it's one, boom. <laughs> um, so they say, no, let's not turn back. Let's charge forward with this extra whole person we have to take care of. Uh, with extra suits and food needs and oxygen needs and space needs and oh look at that <laughs> we encountered Life a support's this. damaged <laughs> there's we're one short who could have seen this coming we've only got 12 days of oxygen we Meanwhile, can't all survive just everyone at Houston who is probably still in contact with them because right you uh, can keep in, again, you don't this just this is a mission yeah. <laughs> this isn't just like three people by themselves making a bad decision this is also they're probably still in contact with you know earth it's called mission control for a reason <laughs> just like hey guys i think you made a mistake let's not do this <laughs> um yeah hi uh mission control to um uh serenity now uh, we're noticing that uh, your your velocity is a little bit off of our projections. Like you're carrying some extra weight. Uh, you mind uh, rating us back, telling us what this is all about, <laughs> right? Now, now some of you may come may clap back at us with something about the Martian, or like, oh, how'd they forget a whole person on Mars? But like, I'm fairly certain. Now, I haven't seen that movie, but I'm fairly certain that those the people who made the movie and the the author who wrote that book were smart enough to uh, set up a contingency where, you know, the whole mission control, which they acknowledge, you're like, oh, shit. Like, we literally just forgot a whole person, and he's he is stuck well, there. They thought he was dead, I believe. Yeah. They thought he was okay. dead. Believe... And they were like, we lost him. His, like, vitals are going. So, yeah, there's, there's a storm. The, te- the telemetry from his suit is damaged mm-hmm. by a storm, yeah. and he's presumed dead. And he wakes up uh, a while after... And he has to like terraform Mars. Well, they send someone back yeah, for him. Yeah, he grows potatoes yeah. and whatnot. Um, he lives on there for a, a bunch of souls. They call them souls because they're not days. <laughs> Those are on Mars. <laughs> Martian day is called the soul. <laughs> it's twenty three and a half hours long. They start that, that off in the movie. They're like, they're like defining what a soul is. <laughs> One soul. That's where uh, he gets Focus his... Focus runs on Martian time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon gets his 24th chromosome. <laughs> no, that was in Doom, uh, Doom Annihilation. Oh, you're right. That was the wrong, who's the wrong crappy Doom movie. I get it them confused. It was the one where the fucking uh, the demon takes over the fucking artificial intelligence on the oh, yeah. spaceship somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know... 
hell technology is definitely compatible with like future AI technology. That that makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. a virus. USB six six six. Of course, makes all, all makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the Doom movie more scientifically accurate than this piece of crap. Um, yes, we do know that those with twenty four chromosomes are possessors of tremendous <laughs> strength and physical ability. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, watch this if you want to enjoy the sci-fi stylings of Anna Kendrick. Yes, Anna yeah, Kendrick, noted for her sci-fi prowess. Um, she's probably fine in the movie. Um, They're I like, don't... we want Natalie Portman, but Natalie Portman doesn't want us. She's too busy she's doing stuff Annihilation to do. Two, Electric Boogaloo. Annihilation Two, self-realization Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Saban Films. They're just on a roll. This is like their 18th movie uh, this week. And uh, it's called Initiation. It's uh, it's I Know What You Did Last Summer. But with social media. <laughs> yes. A modern twist on the, on the uh, now 30, almost year old movie. See, now I never... The movie came out in 92. Mm-hmm. Have they ever done a movie that, about like a whole sorority that's like a demonic cult sorority? Because I haven't seen what you. I know what you did last summer. Um, I know what you did last summer is they, they like, uh, they're out with a friend and they die and they cover it up and then the hook hand fish hook killer comes back. Okay. Um, to kill all the people who wronged. Gotcha. Um, um, it's because i've seen some sorority initiation videos is kind of like a little bit but that's like a dance cult of witches yeah it's it's like a whole other thing um yeah no like i've i've y'all have seen that video where it's just like the the one sorority initiation opens the doors and it's like the entire sorority which look they look exactly the same (laughs) yeah they look like they were like spawned from the same progenitor they're like, welcome the to our sorority. Welcome to hell. Da, da, da. Join our they cult. use the reproducer from Fantastic Superman. They just exactly. them over and over. I gotta see if I can find that. Because um, that would be a free. That would be a great uh, idea for a horror uh, horror movie. It's just like a creepy, monotonous sorority. Here we go. Here we go. This is the one. Thirty nine seconds mean, of just sheer terror. G- it's gotta exist. Oh yeah, I've seen this. And it just opens up on the legions. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate it. It's of the course. Alpha Delta Pi Texas video, and it's just <laughs> the hordes below. Cue the doom music. <laughs> I <laughs> rip it down. I want. I want to see the outtake of this where they open the door as the fire marshal's walking by and they're like, ah, that's too many people in this room. <laughs> Disperse. Disperse. Oh, oh God. It's a can of riot gas into the fucking... This, sh- is, a, this is a different one. I just want to take this a rag like- and throw it in the middle of there just to see the chaos unfold. Just <laughs> 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 crawling all over each other to get away from it. <laughs> But not even like a dirty rat, like a a rat you'd buy at a pet store yeah. that's you know all cute and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a mouse that's just like, oh, uh, the spirit fingers even. I like the second video where it shows the behind the scenes of them pressing on the door 
trying to bust mm-hmm. through the threshold like a zombie horde. Yeah, I want I want like a remix of this where it's just the the, the grunts and the snarls of like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> this is what years of uh, uh, Nazi zombies has uh, prepared me for. Oh God! Like uh, so, the new looks like the new sorority people are walking in. Oh, I thought they're gonna walk into the middle of the circle and just get like absorbed, like an amoeba. Yeah, they're creating the uh... <laughs> kill switch engaged. You know circle? they fucking they had to rehearse this. That's the worst part about this is this is not the first time they've done this. Like they this had to probably rehearse this and choreographed under under penalty of being ejected from the sorority, even. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I know you have finals to study for, but you know, initiation day is coming up and we all have to practice our loud cheering and screaming. Why is there initiation during finals week? I don't know, maybe because it's the, the beginning of the end, obviously. <laughs> They're not the best planners. It's right during initiation week. I don't know when sorority or fraternity initiation week but why would it be at the end of the school year <laughs> well, semester. they're gonna go the seniors are gonna graduate <laughs> i don't even know okay we need you to show up and practice your cheering and Who screaming cares? It's in a initiation there is social media like one of the frat boys becomes a hoodie killer I, i'm betting it's all of them because you know it's a mass killer, so the shocking twist is that they're all a killer. They're all a killer. Like, they'll be like, oh, we know it was you. You were the killer. And he's like, no, no, I'm not. And then the other killer comes around, and they're like, what? How did this happen? It's because they're all the killer. Everyone, all frat boys are killers. All frat boys are serial killers. You're right. <laughs> I've known a few of them. I almost was one. There was I uh, state. There was a small part of me that wanted to, but I was like, I'm only, I'm literally only going to be here for like two years. <laughs> I feel like A-State, instead of, like when COVID hit, they didn't cancel classes. I feel like they just started doomsday prepping. They... Like they, it's like, all right, everyone, get your hockey sticks and get some bag of nails. We're going to make some makeshift weapons here. No, they... We're going to teach you how to, how to cook in large. <laughs> I mean, large they coffee. already probably, like, I feel like A-State, half of them already have like hunting, you know, hunting rifles. They're just like mm-hmm. it's just a week after COVID hits, and just the deer are gone from Alfred. There's there is a lot of camo on that campus, that's for sure. Yeah, there were probably a lot of guns and a lot of rooms. Even at AU, there was every now and then. I know uh, one of one of the people who I think you guys know as well had a gun in his room. I I'm sure I wasn't aware of anyone, but I wouldn't doubt. But that it. was also because he was like ROTC, so oh, okay, yeah. crazy yep. kids. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I do, but maybe. <laughs> that, that guy. <laughs> the one kid who, who would show up in fatigues every I, now and then. I don't remember. Oh, I put his name it in it the slipped chat. my mind. <laughs> I'm, like, I know there are DC kids on that campus, but. He wasn't a weird remember. kid. I think he just had a gun for just like. I'm sure. Like, no, no, like he, no, he was a very well-adjusted yeah. individual. Yeah. <laughs> he just did ROTC. Yeah, We're not trying you... to say anything bad about yeah. that. Yeah, who's one of those um, kids? Is ROTC. Well, <laughs> you could say say something. <laughs> no, there's been there's been jokes about like JROTC from like in like high school, which I I didn't know anybody who was in like JROTC. 
and there was like a video of some kid wearing an Eagle Scout uniform, and he was like, <laughs> "Yes, I'm in JROTC. I lay my life down on the line." <laughs> While you were in math class, I was in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> That one kid that goes uh, ham in your school <laughs> This coming from noted Eagle Scout Jake Maybe <laughs> I think they have don't, I've Didn't seen rank. Uh, Girl Scouts finally introduce Eagle Scout rank? No, they they Let the girls into yeah. Eagle Scouts and Boy Scouts yeah, now the, okay. the, They did some Finagling with Scouts uh, and now there's the whole organization is called like the Scouts of America, basically. And then there's a subsection called Scouts BSA, which is the Boy Scouts of America. And then there's also like girls in part of it, or we can take that program, and then get the Eagle Scouts. I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy with it. So I, I don't so care. what you're saying is they have the BSA, the GSA, and then for those who choose not to identify or are in between, we have the TSA. <laughs> they're gonna get so, they're gonna have to fight with uh with the the other TSA to figure out who gets what. <laughs> no, actually, I don't even know if they're called GSA because GSA is a organization by itself. Okay, so you're saying the Girl Scouts just ate the Boy Scouts? The Girl they Scouts stuffed them into America, a box of cookies. The Girl Scouts of America are a cookie company. <laughs> yeah, they are. They have very little organizational structure there is no set program um to like run through as a girl scout it's very much up to individual uh organizers and the really only thing that they all have in common is they sell the cookies it's a business that mm. uses child labor. It really is. <laughs> I've I've Although, heard of I've heard of a lot of things. I've heard of uh, from some different mothers. Uh, and Kristen has her gold award. Uh, she was in Girl Scouts as well. And I, I've just heard there was a lot of like red tape also to get through. Um, and like like going on campouts yeah. was like a rare the difference. Thing. You would go on a campout think... maybe once or twice a year. Whereas Boy Scouts yeah. is like every month almost. It's all camping. Yeah. And then there's a big um, camp out at the end of the year. That's a week long. And mm. like they never had any of that. And all the, the, the requirements that they have are, are not really like even life skills. Um, they're just kind of activities and hobbies. Oh. Whereas to get the Eagle Scout, there was um, actual life skill merit badges that you had to you had to get and there were like mm. gen ed courses that you could yeah if you wanted to include basket weaving in there or some shit or pottery you could do that but you at least had to get down the the real the real ones the harder ones. yeah so i think i think the differences between the organizations maybe says something about a fundamental difference between boys and girls but i'm not going to go there <laughs> no i think the real of the moral story is everyone should join 4-h i mean it's <laughs> Touch a cow, <laughs> drive a tractor, program an autonomous drone, go to the state fair. Breed some le- rabbits, go ahead. <laughs> my, my brother was in 4-H. He, uh, he slaughtered so many lambs. <laughs> my my mother was the uh, 4-H dairy uh, princess in 1968. 4-H, one of those H's, touch a cow. <laughs> touch a cow. Handle cows. Touch a cow. <laughs> touch a cow. 
<laughs> 4-H is just like make a terrarium just, so you want to become a feudal surf <laughs> join 4-H <laughs> RuneScape no, and 4-H rely. is so you were born on a farm well you're gonna have to learn these skills you gotta get you working <laughs> no that's the um the young farmers of America it's very different <laughs> they, they wear their gang colors you don't want to be seeing the same field with two of them 4-H are you a city kid and want to Want to re-roll your stats into a yeah. uh, a farmer? <laughs> Join 4-H. <laughs> Have did that you pick the Did you pick the bar the farmer background perk on your city kid build? <laughs> Now you have plus Here, one. Here's to a four H bonus to help round out your deficient stats. Here, go go take this lamb and dress it up like a like a like a samurai, <laughs> and then and then we'll see if it wins, and then it gets slaughtered to the highest bidder. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, oh. That's basically the plot of Virtuoso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we nailed it. <laughs> Uh, Virtuoso when keeping it real goes wrong. (laughs) It's yeah, it's it's basically it's like a cheap knockoff of the Born Identity, and Anthony Hopkins is in it. Uh, Yeah, it's made by Lionsgate, so you know he's he's in the uh, I have a name and not much else stage of his career. Lionsgate is just a working pension. Really is. It's there so that these old actors can keep their SAG cards up to date. Get a quick buck. You only have to show up for like a day of shooting. Yeah, I mean, like, what did Anthony Hopkins really do? He just walked in, sat down, had some real whiskey, probably a cigar. All his see, yeah, all his scenes. Like, uh, he's got like two locations that he appears in. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. That's so. So he's going the Cameron Mitchell, uh, Steven Seagal classic. Yeah. Or even in like jujitsu, Nick Cage was only on set for three days. Yeah. <laughs> He had three days of filming. That's why he's barely in the movie. Bruce Willis. That that that's on Netflix now, Jujitsu. So I keep seeing all these articles about people writing about Jujitsu and how like bizarre it is and like, shitty it is. I'm like, you amateurs. Guys, we're ahead of you. You that's fucking amateurs. Old we news. delayed watching <laughs> Jujitsu by like four weeks. We were on the shit from the start. <laughs> we knew this is what the people wanted. So someone wanted this. Uh, wanted someone, someone did want it. I'm not sure who. Um, so let's talk, talk about the real, the the big trailer. The big one? That yeah. Cares uh, about the only one anyone cares about. Nomad featurelet featurette. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nomad. Nomadland. <laughs> Movie that's that's been out for three weeks. No, uh, we're talking about the Suicide Squad. Oh, mm. I didn't even. Re- I didn't realize they called it the Suicide Squad. They gave it the whole Batman treatment. Well, I think it's so that people uh, don't search just Suicide Squad and see the 2016 abomination. That's not going to happen. They're still going to do it. They're still going to search Suicide Squad like I did. Yeah, but you... You gotta like mitigate the damage, right? Yeah, it's like it's like gun control laws. Yeah, <laughs> criminals are gonna get the guns, but you're gonna get it out of the people. Who, like, <laughs> I try to mitigate the first it. time offenders. You're gonna weed those out. <laughs> Suicide Squad, a criminal movie. Um, um, it looks. I, it's not what I expected it to be. I'll say that much. Um, perhaps I should have expected this from a James Gunn 
mm-hmm. take on Suicide Squad. Um, but I think it's a it's a f- nice amount of levity for the DC, although the the Harley Quinn uh, extended Har- universe is she Harley Quinn? He, she's got she's got she's from America, totally. Accent didn't um, slip through at all. <laughs> it was, it was but very yeah. Bad. There's basically two two DC extended universes at this point. There's the Snyder verse, and then there's the Margot Robbie verse. Yeah, right. right. And the tone of the Margot Robbie verse has been uh, mostly lighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, maybe but I, th- I think I'm at the point now where I'm I'm ready to accept the fact that. Uh, She's not the right person for Harley Quinn. Yeah, you know who is? Her. You really know who is? Is fucking um, Kaylee Cuoco from uh, Adventures of Harley Quinn. The, the oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she could physically play the role too. Yeah, yeah. She's hot. That. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's blonde. She's about the right build. Boobs. About the right height. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the, I she think got it has like that's, dog. They got a uh, you know that's the fan one of the fan favorite depictions of Ivy. I know a lot of people yeah. on the net enjoyed that one. I think uh, the animated version of King Shark is better than this one because they went with straight. I think I know they had enough witty characters that like we got to have a dumb guy, so let's make a King Shark. But I like King Shark, the internet uh, the, guru. The hacker. Yeah. 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 Um. But no, I like I liked seeing King Shark in this, and yeah, I did too. Like having him be an actual Shark Man. They're mm-hmm. from what I understand, like all these characters are like really deep cuts to the comics. To I mean, like there's Polka Dot Man spot. in there. Polka Dot Man. I mean, I mean the whole Suicide Squad is just like here. Here are some characters we haven't done a lot with. Let's let's do something. Yeah, let's like see that. if we can pull up the. Uh... The, the character sheet. It really, yeah, there's, you know, there's been a lot. Uh, if I, there's, if I could they, write they, Suicide Squad from the beginning, just clean slate, write it up, what I would do is I'd make a regular Suicide Squad, but I'd make the villains all the different cold-wielding villains from the DC Universe, and I'd call them the Arctic Assholes, and it would be an 80s sports movie. Yeah. We got We got to save the prison from being torn down, guys. We got to beat the Arctic assholes. So, to the, to the superhero outside of Mister Freeze and Captain Cold. Yeah. Who do you have? Uh, well, we got uh, we got Frostbite. Uh, no, what's the what's the oh, Killer Frost? Yeah, Killer Frost. Um, fuck. What's the super? What's the Superman? Uh, one who she can turn whatever's hot into like the hotter something is, she can make it cold. Fuck, I don't remember. Um, super. That's not what I'm familiar with. I'm. I uh, no, but not yeah, bizarre. This, this is a lighter tone. Um, we saw a lot of interplay between Idris Elba and John Cena in the trailer. What's up with those? Yeah. Soldier dude is is back. Rick Flag. So yeah, I was gonna go through the the list of who we got. So uh, oh, some of the okay. returning people, Harley Quinn. Uh, so Joel Kinnaman returns as Rick Flag. Uh, he was in the original Suicide Squad. We have Amanda Waller uh, coming back again. And Jai Courtney coming back as Captain Boomerang. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. 
I think I honestly think that's it. As the people who are oh. returning from the original uh, Suicide Squad, now we have King Shark, who's voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, we have Idris Elba's Bloodsport. Uh, Michael Rooker, because uh, he's apparently James Gunn's best friend now for all of his movies, uh, as Savant. Everyone has their their guy. We got Soul Soria. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, Nathan Fillion plays TDK. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I can if I can spot him in in that. Yeah, I didn't see Nathan Fillion in here, but I'll keep looking. Uh. Pete Davidson, comedian, uh, plays Blackguard, which I, all I know from his is he, he, had, he had guns on him. Uh, John yeah, Cena's Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the fuck this is. David Das Malchian, uh, Polka Dot Man. Sean Gunn is Weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camilla. Oh, oh, I think Nathan Fillion's the guy, the old man dude. Hmm. He's just in old man makeup. Okay. But he has the right, like, weird... Nathan Villian kind of has a weird-shaped head. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm just wow. trying to look for the people who have, like, the one-named one, one named <laughs> thing, so I'm, like, when, assuming these are the, the superheroes. Um, when you said Weasel, I thought of the Static Shock villain Ferret. <laughs> <laughs> whose, whose superpower was he had a big nose. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think this guy, I think Weasel, like, might just be like a cameo, or I don't even know if he's actually gonna be like doing. No, I think he is actually walking uh, in like one of the, the big shots. So we have Weasel, uh, Camilla, uh, Thinker appears later on. I don't know if he's a part of the Suicide Squad or if he's somebody who they uh, meet later. He's uh, probably a reluctant member. Tyla, uh, Javelin. Um. Yeah, I mean the joke seems solid in this. Um, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be much better than the uh, Suicide Squad that we got. Although, to be fair, they did have to change their entire story midway through production <laughs> because they're like, "Ah, oh, now we want you Steppenwolf for Justice League now." Uh, figure it out. <laughs> What was was Steppenwolf supposed to be? In, I believe uh, he was supposed to be the original villain in Suicide Squad, oh. and they were going to do Dark Side in Justice League One. Gotcha. But they're like, eh, let's let's do that for Justice League Two, and let's let's get Steppenwolf in for Justice League. And then they're like, oh, sorry, Suicide Squad, you got to figure that shit out. And so they hired a company that cuts trailers to to cut the movie, and they they added in the. That's why you never see like any of the stuff happening in the city gotcha. it's just all like mm-hmm. oh yeah it's the the fucking witch lady she's doing stuff we gotta get the heart <laughs> their hearts God. out what a like they were just i i liked the i liked some of the characters and that was it that's what like made me like aspects of the movie but the story was just dog water and it was just terrible yeah, like if you think the theatrical cut of Justice League did not spend enough time developing its characters, um, <laughs> Suicide Squad, you get a flashback each. 
I don't even know if they're gonna even try to develop these characters. Who even knows if they're gonna? If, okay. I I, I kind of could... hope they don't. Just uh, let them just well, be their no, characters. You, you let them develop through their interplay. Yeah. Like I we don't need fine. to. I think the thing with these the selections here, because they're a lot more obscure. No one's gonna be like, oh man, I can't believe they didn't give fucking Peacemaker. You know, like twenty minutes of backstory. Yeah, I also no think no one's gonna care. I also think you're gonna see a lot of them die. Oh, Thinker! I'm sorry, sorry to cut it back. I just rewatched part of it. Thinker is a part of the Suicide Squad. He's in the bus with them, so he must have been uh, with them from the beginning. Um, I yeah, think but this is quite the cast. It oh, is. I'll give it that. It seems like there's two groups. I think. I think there's like <laughs> two groups of a Suicide Squad. So one of the theories I heard early on was that, like, I guess a group goes in. They fail, only one comes back or something like that. And then another group has to go in and um, like try to fix the situation. And their main antagonist seems like it's the Staros. Is that what they're called? Um, um, I believe the. that's what I heard. That's what they're calling them in the movie. I don't know if it's... Uh, direct comic analog or not yeah it, it appears to be starro because the the giant one at the end uh looks exactly yeah, like what the, it is the kaiju yeah. monster uh speaking of you know, we were just talking about pacific rim uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um yeah but like the names here margot robbie just elba john cena joel kinman jay courtney peter capadil Capaldi. <laughs> That's probably how you say that. Something David like that. Das Malkian. Uh Daniela Melkor, Michael Rooker, Alice Braga, Pete Davidson, Joaquin Cosillo, Juan Diego Botto, Storm Reed, Nathan Fillion, Taika Watiti, Stephen Steve Adge, Sean Gunn, Flu Laborg, Mailing Ning. <laughs> Uh, Tanashi Kajesi Bolden, uh, Jennifer Holland, Julio Cesar Luis, Sylvester Stallone, and Viola Davis. <laughs> A lot of big names in that list there. Yes. So they, they spared no expense getting this. And, um, DC you know, never James does. Gunn loves his, uh, his soundtracks, and WB owns a very large music catalog. Yeah. So I would expect the the soundtrack to this to be banging. Yeah. When have we? Uh, when have they never not splurged on a on a DC superhero movie? I don't know. The Snyder Cut of Justice League didn't have a lot of music in it. They recut a lot. They did, they did a lot of new stuff, I guess. Oh. Um. That moves us on to the follow-up. One movie <laughs> reported the results this week. Yeah, not sure what happened with the box office mojo here, but... Uh... Um, but weekend 13, the 26th through the 28th of 2021, uh, nobody is in first, seemingly unopposed, uh, $6.5 <laughs> million opening weekend. Number the one movie, movie in America by default. <laughs> what, what is this, the beginning of COVID again? Remember when we had like five War with Grandpa gonna come back? <laughs> War with Grandpa officially out! Oh my god, you heard it here first, folks. 
I'm sure it's running. That's why nobody only opened to 6.5 million. Like well, War with Grandpa took away too much. A lot of people uh, had their business siphoned by War with Grandpa. <laughs> they, they had a, now a we can officially say that nobody beat War with Grandpa this week. Nobody can beat we War did. with Grandpa this week. We, it can and it did. It can't beat him next week. It can't. Wait, nobody. It can't. That's the one. I got. I fucked up my own joke. I, I hoist. I was hoist on my own petard. Man, you flew too close to the sun, my boy. Uh, Your Icarus, wings melted. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Fuck. Just call me Dickerus. Well, can we can we can we re- remake that fable with the fucking <laughs> yes. shitty attitude on his father? You fucking dumbass, Icarus. I told you. <laughs> just have Stupid like a shit. a series of like Greek uh like short stories made into a movie. I mean, it's and a lot more fun enjoying Greek mythology when you think of them as just like my big fat Greek wedding type people. Like modern Greek like Come on, my boy Icarus, what are you doing? Uh-huh. That's the only thing that people remember. That's the only that that's movie. all I know of Greek comp. That and Euros. Got it. That's it. Spraying Windex. <laughs> my boy. You Put didn't trade your wings it. with uh, Windex. And there's that one, and there's the one guy oh, on the internet who rescues dogs. And he's like, ah, oh, brava, Tammy, come here, brava, brava, what a good girl. And he rescues the dogs that are just like apparently all around Greece. Um, the yeah, there. so at parts of Greece, uh, like down by the Temple of Poseidon, there are a lot of stray dogs. I don't know if they're stray dogs because someone was feeding them, but, uh, it's weird because they're they're like not indoor dogs so they're like kind of scared of people and it's really weird to see a dog afraid of people um as an american where every dog's mm-hmm. really well socialized and uh cats cats are everywhere in greece in fact i have a photo album on facebook entitled acropolis meow uh <laughs> of all the cats hanging out on the Acropolis. <laughs> oh, it makes me think of like Turkish street animals where they're just like, it's a street animal. I guess we'll just have to feed it. Yeah. And then there was uh, the spaghetti cat that uh, came to us when we were having lunch and uh, ate my sister's spaghetti. <laughs> um, and then there was Santorini cat uh, on Santorini and that cat was super nice. Like, it let me pet it. And then I went to breakfast the following morning, and it recognized me. And it, like, meowed happy. It had the biggest, like, happy little face. And it did these little tiny quick steps towards me. And I was like, oh, my God. Why don't my cats love me like this? Because <laughs> they don't eat spaghetti. Did you take a picture of all cats. the Did you take a picture of all the cats when you went to Italy? Or uh, Greece, rather? Yeah. So did I. Why is that like a thing that people do? I took a picture of every cat I found. We don't, just we don't stuff see there. stray animals in that as much. I found multiple in cats. Greece, Greece is like very economically depressed still. So there's a lot of like look at cats the, that I'm sure were Look at abandoned. this choice cat. He was on a, this, this boy was on a slide and I was like 20 feet above him looking down upon him. And I'm like, hello, little guy. I found him. This was uh, a shopkeep cat. He's a fat radio. 
<laughs> it's a big fat white cat sitting on a cushion. Look at audio all my... description available for those at home. There's no audio description. Look, episode. audience, don't you don't you love looking at these cats as you listen? Bright to orange letters fly in from left to right. <laughs> another cat appears um, on screen as it lies that's... on the floor. That's another cat. It's got it's got pants. Um. So we can so in almost as interesting, almost as of, interesting as cats as Jake's cat collection yeah. is. Uh, yeah, uh, Kurt. In in lieu of um, the uh, blue releases to discuss, uh, we will discuss nobody eventually. But we would be remiss if we didn't discuss something that has uh, dominated discussion on this show for uh, for several weeks about. Whether this exists, whether it should exist, whether or not it would be any good, and how long it would be, <laughs> uh, we can't leave the Snyder Cut undiscussed. So uh, we all survived the Snyder Cut, not together, separately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was certainly something. Yeah. If you were one of the people demanding that the Snyder Cut be released, you're probably very happy because this is a fucking Zack Snyder wet dream if ever one was caught on film. Sure. <laughs> His vision is uncompromised. There's no color. As... It's in a weird aspect ratio. <laughs> it's in the natural aspect ratio, which is because all movies are filmed okay. on for. That's not film. necessarily true. This is, um, it is not a golden rectangle. It is not the most natural ratio. Thank you very it much. It depends on the type of film stock. So there is the largest size of IMAX film stock is a five by four square. And so to maximize the amount of frame that you can see, they didn't reframe it to 16 by 9 like they did for the theatrical release. Um, there are There is film stock that's in ratios closer to 16 by 9, like 1.85.1 anamorphic widescreen. And then there's um, 2.352, which is a little bit closer to 16 by 9. Uh, 1.85.1 is closer to 21 by 9. Uh, so my point is there's a lot of different aspect ratios of film stock and it's not necessarily all four by three okay um, but 35 I, I millimeter film was. which was common back in in like the 70s and 60s yeah this was filmed on the huge 70 millimeter five by four imax film stock mm-hmm. but it was released exclusively <laughs> on streaming where pretty much every television is 16 by nine Sure. So that yeah. was an interesting choice. I don't it, know so how it, much I need to see. It looks a little bit weird, but it gives the, a little bit more taller um, and kind of more open shots rather than yeah than a wide angle. I don't know. This I never really watched a whole lot of these like a lot of movies shot like this or presented like this. I should say. Um, so it was. I heard For about me, it. I didn't really. Yeah. I don't really care either way. Is is a fucking movie. I get a little bit taller shots like, than wider. It's, it's 
yeah, it doesn't bother know. me too much, but I I personally am more annoyed by pillar boxing on my television than I am uh like a little bit of the top and bottom of the frame being cut off. And and there are there are a lot of people who are who are like film buffs, I think, who maybe like uh maybe more retro style presentations of, of film stock and this is uh kind of nice for them to to get this aspect out of it but i don't know it didn't it didn't like tickle my fancy there one was way no or the color other. in the movie <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot darker there was a lot they, a lot they more. turned down the saturation knob yeah. <laughs> at uh so they put a lot of s- stuff in it back sure. in um and you know i did watch the theatrical cut again also to oh did prepare. you so they're kind of freshish in my mind and um, I will say, I still don't mind the theatrical cut. Um, I think the biggest problems with the movie story-wise exist in both cuts. I will say mm-hmm. they wasted a lot of money on the Josh Whedon reshoots because watching the original version versus the theatrical cut, the stuff that they added in in the reshoots, and you can tell what's reshoots, really Mm -hmm. didn't add anything to the movie. And in fact, they took out a lot of stuff that would have been better to have in the movie. Like at least I think the pet shop scene with Flash should have been in the theatrical cut of the movie. From what I understand, 30 minutes of Zack Snyder's like four hours or five hours of actual footage that he got was included mm. in the Whedon cut. And Whedon I had think an hour and a half. I think it was like, more than that. Yeah. I Unless he reshot sure. and did different stuff. I, that's that's what I, I saw. Mm-hmm. I, I'll I, go again and see if uh if it's more than I'd, that. I'd say there was – I don't want to put a number on it, but I think a lot more of – than 30 minutes of the original it's it really feels like it. yeah like there's a lot in there um, um i like how i it's it's funny to note how the um the non-snyder heads of the internet like the general internet i feel as has kind of done a 180 on the justice league now that the snyder version is out even though there are a lot of the same people who are criticizing of um snyder for you know it's like oh god all this stuff's so grimy and gross and a lot of those people have like done a yeah. one eight, oh, and now they're and calling the Joss Whedon version the Justice League. Yeah, and like a lot of the issues with your typical Zack Snyder movie exist in here. It's overly mm-hmm. long. It's overly self indulgent. It's, uh, you know, it's not as depressing as most of his movies. Like there was a bit more levity in this. It, um, I think there's a cut of the movie in here that's optimal. I don't think it's the Snyder cut itself. Um, I would say on aggregate, it's better. Like a lot of the stuff that's in here that isn't in the theatrical movie, I liked. But there is just so much slow motion and scenes scenes go on longer than they have to. Scenes that don't really add anything to the story are in there still. I think you could have cut this down to like two hours and 45 minutes. And that would probably have been... A pretty good version of the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, they they did a very scatter shot approach to this. So like, 
they added in all the stuff. Some of it's going to be good. And I think on by the some of its parts it's a little bit better but it's hard for me to say that a movie that's four hours and two minutes long is the better version of a movie because it's just that's such a tall ask to ask someone to sit through that Uh, very few movies can justify being over three hours long much less well four that's kind of that is kind of interesting though um because i was just about to say the other important the other uh, kind of thing that you can take away from this and I think for anyone who's watching this um, somewhere down the line we may discuss it but I think there is a discussion to be had here about um, remake movies you know this certainly isn't the new this isn't the a new phenomenon of having a re like a total remake a director's cut you know fitting it into what the director has for their vision but um, right. I feel like it's changed since the days of like Apocalypse Now and Blade Runner um I just I think the one that popped out in my mind is Sonic, which of course it was that was all that was just like a patch almost like they did a, a yeah. version 2.0 of that movie, um, when the beta version early access came out and everyone was like oh this is bad I did not like that, <laughs> um, and they just they patched it essentially yeah. which um, I don't know if the nature of director's cuts has changed but like certainly this goes in there with like Apocalypse Now, um, Blade Runner extended cut fucking lord of the rings director's cut right if you want to talk about a movie getting extended right that movie is too long to begin with and and, then they added in another hour yeah but the thing is i think for fans of the stuff like you know how fans of a tv show right they'll they'll want like another season you get another season or whatever and while fans of a movie can get a sequel um there's some movies that just don't like want to have sequels even though this is a superhero franchise film so yes justice league 2 should ostensibly happen i'm guess you know they planned with that in mind but um yeah, other than that you know the state of that is now with how many people they've had to replace right for roles and it, it's that. but in lieu of that having the same movie but longer for fans of that movie is is like getting you know that's why that's why i think those kind of extensions can be popular because you, if you're a fan of it, you already know a lot about it, and you're willing to just, you can pack all that information away. It's not like for it's for for a lot of fans, it's not like a four hour movie is coming right at your face. It's uh, your two and a half hour movie that you already seen a couple times, plus some extra stuff because you're such a good fan and you talked to me on Twitter and you boosted my ego. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm not saying this shouldn't exist. No. I'm just uh, if if you ask me, Kurt, what's the better version of Justice League? I can't, in good conscience, recommend to someone who's never seen either version. Oh yeah, watch the four-hour Snyder cut. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's Why? so much. I four hours isn't that much. We binge fucking shows for like hours on end. Not to mention this movie is cut up in individual parts there is nothing wrong with watching an hour two hours even a half hour at a time getting to each of these individual parts going to work or coming back to it later we do this with shows all the time like we literally can watch it like a show like a miniseries like any other thing and it would be fine because it has built-in cuts 
Because I think, honestly, I think at one point they were thinking about dropping this as like a, a six or seven part like miniseries. Yeah, which was honestly, honestly, I thought would have been better for not only for the movie, but for HBO Max to keep people interested in, you know, keeping a subscription where they release a I new episode every week. I think it would it would have worked better as a movie in two parts. Um, and I like, think some of this was designed for a part two. Well, no. Uh, I mean, so there's a whole this, prologue, the fight, right? The fight in the middle where they fight Steppenwolf before they resurrect Superman. Like, that oh. is a good, like, that happens at, like, right about the two-hour mark. And it's a, it's a, it's a big action-y conclusion that ends on a, a somber but yet like still hopeful kind of cliffhanger like i think it could have been like justice league part one end there begin justice league part two well so and, and think... that would have been pretty well balanced in terms of length i don't know we also have to keep in mind that this movie was the kind of introduction to three um three characters that we have never yeah. met before this is back in 2016 yeah. this is before wonder woman uh, this is before Aquaman, and we still don't have a Flash movie, so that's before Flash. So Wait, it's also, huh? Didn't Wonder Woman come out before this though? No, uh, I feel I like so. Wonder Woman came out like so 2018. It was shot in 2016. I think the movie Justice League came out in 17, didn't 2016, it? 2016, I think. 2017 was the, or 2017. Uh, Wonder Woman. 20, shot in yep. 2016. Yeah. And then this. Wonder came Woman out. came out, I think, June of. 17. I think Wonder Woman came out after Yeah, June this. 2nd, 2017. Um, and Justice League came out... Uh, da, 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 da. November 2017. Okay, so it was after Wonder Woman. So yeah, this they, was after Wonder Woman. Okay. They were so, like, so, just right, like that. So, they were real tight. So two, two characters then. They really had to flesh out. But, I mean, arguably two important characters, which I think is why... Whedon had well, no, still cut. three because Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Three. I was, yeah, no. I, and they cut Cyborg three. hard. And they, yeah, and they, they cut, cut Cyborg like, all of Cyborg stuff. And arguably, in the, in the Snyder cut, the characters that help carry the movie to where I think it's a better movie than the Whedon, and that you should watch instead of the Whedon cut, um, the Justice ver- Justice League. I think is what they're calling <laughs> it. You know. It, he carries it much harder because they give him more room to act and they give him better scenes <coughs> to kind of uh, flesh him out. No, not a haha, even though he's cyborg. Uh, but he also has an important role. I mean, they all have important roles that they fulfill. Um, Except Batman. Well, Batman, he brought them together. That was his important role. They give Batman nothing to do <laughs> he's in <rich>. this version. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm okay with that. I don't know. Batman had his. I'm not. His, I, Batman, I know, is your diehard Batman, and I want another, I would love another Batfleck movie, uh, because I do, I'm starting to really enjoy uh, the Ben Affleck Batman, if he's written correctly. Uh, he had a lot of goofy lines in the Justice League, and it was some goofy lines of, in this one, too. <laughs> yeah, but that was kind of his, like, drier humor, where he's like, I'm rich. And it's like, haha, like, yeah, we get it. But it's not like a... It's not a, oh, something's bleeding. It's like, fucking kill yourself. But, <laughs> like, we get it. Your parents are dead. 
<laughs> no, I, especially since this movie's cut up into multiple sections, you can easily watch it in separate parts. In the, fact, the I thing watch about it in separate parts. The so issue, though, I, with the, I'm uh, not thrown off by the timing of the movie at all. I have an in, issue with the where they divvied up the parts, though. They don't. A lot of them aren't like natural stopping points. Um. Because, like, you have a plot thread that's still kind of hanging out there and it gets resolved in the middle of the next part or tied together a little bit better. And you're like, why didn't they mark it off there? They kind of seemed arbitrary in certain parts. Sure. Um, And you can cut off everything on the epilogue. Yeah, a lot of stuff in the epilogue was just. I mean, I think those. All of it. (laughs) I think think, uh, the epilogue was just. the post-credit scenes thrown into the movie. Uh, and I think there were two different post-credit scenes that he really wanted to put in. And honestly, from a filmmaker's perspective, it's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I might as well just throw them in at the end, uh, just to use up the footage and get more airtime. Um, I'd rather than I have... put it after the credits in that scenario. I actually because... have a comment on this. Yeah. So po- now that we're at the part, the time of the de- the stage of development of the superhero franchise movie, where we're having two or three post credit scenes a movie, right? Mm-hmm. I think they need to at least take a couple of those. Like keep a post credit scene, sure. We'll we'll tag, we'll we'll hook, take the other ones and just drop them between the movies, like couple months after, you know, six months after the movie. Yeah, as well, like a. Cool. Well, as a lore drop, Superman a lore did. drop or a mystery box the one, and keep the... Batman keep... vs. Superman did that with the Lex Luthor, where they had no post-credits scene, I believe. Um, unless it was an Amanda Waller one. but that, No, that was Suicide Squad. They had th- no post-credits post. scene. And then uh, I think it was either the day after they released it or the week after they released it, they released the scene where, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Lex Luthor was, Jesse Eisenberg was was talking to Steppenwolf in the in the superman spaceship so they released one on youtube uh I just yeah I do, kind of, I do remember that yeah uh but like the the one with deathstroke reflects yeah. and they're getting the injustice league together like that works fine as a justice league post-credit scene well that was even the, introducing the a new fucking, Batman movie <laughs> so the fucking injustice shit there's no reason for that and, and that was something they shot and added yeah. in. That was part of the seventy million dollars of reshoots they did. Yeah, that was that was an added thing. That wasn't even in the original Snyder cut, which probably explains a little bit more as to why it didn't really fit. And I agree, that scene was cool to watch, but I think it would have been cooler to watch it in like an actual movie. Yeah, like, and you're like setting up something that you're not going to deliver on. Well, Zack Snyder, I guess, won't. But I think somebody might take the helm. I, this is getting. They're, I, I can't. It's getting see hairy. Yeah. They, they have too much. So they have too much to do. Like they've got yeah. Dark Side invasion. That's still going to happen. That would presumptively be the plot of Justice League too, right? And the the whole where Lois Lane dies and Superman goes nuts, kind of injustice storyline. You could maybe do that in a third installment, but it would be like you have so many movies, yeah, to get from point A to point B. There, I think, I think there was a storyboard that was written out and released by Zack Snyder where he explained the three movies that he was going to do. This one, 
uh, the second one where you're right, Darkseid invades and wins, uh, kills a lot of people, and I think Lois Lane dies in that one. And Wait, in the and third then movie, they go back in time and try they're to... They're going to do Flashpoint? Yeah, they're going to do a Flashpoint. <laughs> it was a, kind of a twist on Flashpoint at the end. Where yeah, they go back in time. I want to see Zack Snyder write Flashpoint. <laughs> one of the most notoriously, like, one of the more convoluted DC uh, universe rewrite things. <laughs> Not yeah. necessarily even super convoluted, but, like, you know Zack Snyder's writing style. He's kind of <laughs> on the nose with things. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it, like... I'd say on aggregate, this is better than the theatrical release. I don't, I can't say that the theatrical release is still like, I went back and I watched our episode on justice league and we're like, yeah, it's fine. It's better than Batman versus Superman. Better than we expected. Um, not as good as wonder woman. Take it for what it is. And I still feel that way about the theatrical cut. I just I I there, I would like to see the middle ground cut. Like, give it to me, and I'll release the Bennett cut, and it'll be like two hours and forty five minutes, and it'll not have any of the useless shit that Joss added in, and not have like a twenty eight minute scene where the Amazons take an arrow out of a fucking case. <laughs> um, in the moment of crisis, we're gonna stand on ceremony for half an hour. Yeah, we're gonna walk wow. it out. They had to wait till the shot. We're going <laughs> to follow it during its flight path, in-flight movie, <laughs> snack, peanuts, and all. Yeah. That wait. scene goes on for that long, but the funniest part about that is fucking Robin writes like, oh, we got to light the torch, and then like 30 minutes of bullshit happens, and then they cut back to the Amazons taking out the fucking arrow for half an hour. How <laughs> to get the night. It had to be nighttime for it to happen to work. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, sure. There, there were definitely things in the Snyder Cut that still probably could have got cut, and you could have shortened it down. But it's, it's interesting because we got to see a director's um, idea kind of come to light without any sort of like big studio intervention. And how many times are things cut to like, like remember when Endgame came out and it was three hours long? And they had trouble getting that into like AMC because theaters couldn't make a sizable profit off of it. Because yeah, it was that's like another thing. Like this movie thing... couldn't have been released like this. Exactly. Just so, like, logistically speaking, I don't, I don't like that. The logistics for a movie theater was cutting into the actual meat and potatoes of the movie, whether or not it's four hours, five hours long. It's like this kind of makes me wonder for the future if we're ever going to get like different director's cuts that are released on streaming services that are like four maybe five hours long just a, a lot so of shit because a lot of shit that this... would never have gotten released but it fleshes it out so much more well here the the issue i think with this is that this is a very very unique set of circumstances sure. that led to this even being a thing i doubt most first cuts of a movie from a director are twice the length of the theatrical cut that doesn't happen often enough where i think we're going to see an influx of these like the only director's cut that comparably changes a movie uh 
is the Daredevil's. The only one I know of is the Daredevil's director's cut, which adds in like another, I don't know, 45 minutes of footage that had all the story in it. <laughs> so the movie actually makes sense and is pretty I good. <laughs> I just I just keep on seeing like different director's cuts that add so much more to the movie. Like when I say that Batman vs Superman is better with the 30 minutes they added in, I'm not lying. It is, it is a better movie. They added well, context to a lot of the situations that left people confused in the theatrical cut. But there, the, like with Justice League, the core issues aren't going to be fixed by adding more shit into it. Batman versus Superman is still going to be very dull. It's still going to be unnecessarily gruesome. It's still going to have a major plot point revolve around a jar of urine. That is not changed well, by adding more well, footage into look it. At, look, at, look at Suicide Squad. We hated, a lot of people hated Suicide Squad. And a lot of the reasoning behind why they hated Suicide Squad was because characters weren't fleshed out. It felt like Will Smith and Margot Robbie were the only ones who ever got any sort of like substantial screen time that fleshed out their character meanwhile all we got was like the the human torch going fire kill family Uh uh-huh that's my character instead like could we get more to them more interactions between the group while they're walking through the city that yes would have padded the runtime and may have felt like filler or just kind of bullshit but actually made him a decent character instead of just a a walking corpse wet, waiting to like just get blown up by the head I don't know well it's just not every movie is in a situation where they have to cut quality content usually that's not what's getting cut and in fact I'll tell you there are a lot of director's cuts that are worse than the theatrical cut the Terminator 2 director's cut adds in a lot of stuff that does really nothing for the movie and I love Terminator 2. I would be down to watch a five-hour version of Terminator 2, but seeing what's different between the directors and theatrical cut, it's fine. Like, th- they cut out stuff that was, like, fringe that should be in the movie. Sure. And that's, yeah, I could... that's, the, that's the most common scenario where the, studio, the director presents their cut and the studio's like, do you really need this? Do you really need that? And the director's like, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, but I'm, but I mean, when we're talking about movies that actually do need it, like movies that have are supposedly oh, yeah. I have, have no, like five I have no or problem. six main characters, but when you only have like John Connor, Terminator, and his mom, it's like that. That's not that hard to flesh out in two and a half hours. You know, you you got time for it. Uh, and like this, in like these big movies, and even Endgame is like we have all these main characters. We got to give screen time and ample screen time to. Well, it's got to be longer. So naturally, end, it's going to be three hours. With Endgame. Like, you see, this is why it was so wrong if you're going to do a movie like this with a large ensemble cast. Um, you either do it like Ocean's Eleven, where there's no expectation for the characters to be super deep, or you do it like Marvel did it, and you lay your foundational movies where the characters have already been developed. I will, um, I will agree with you ten times out of ten that, yes, DC doing it backwards was a bit of a mistake. <laughs> you put yourself in the situation where, and I think we said this as much when Justice League was announced and it was coming out before all these other movies for the characters that are going to be in Justice League were yeah. like, this movie is either going to be a million years long 
or it's mm-hmm. not going to have a lot of character development. And those are the only two possible scenarios you can find yourself in yeah. when you you structure it like this. Yeah, and then Snyder left, uh, had a, had a, had to leave, and then Whedon took over and tried to condense it into a a movie that was like an Avengers movie, which would have been fine if we had a cyborg movie, a Flash movie, an Aquaman movie, but mm-hmm. we don't, and we needed these hours to flesh out how did Cyborg <coughs> lose his limbs? How did he get his stuff back what is that doing to him as a person and we got all those answers here and i didn't uh, understand uh, but jake jake you forget the flash had a cw show <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> oh no, my no, bad I, <laughs> I i thought that i thought like i know it's kind of and i'm sure like if this was done this way people at like red letter media would bitch about it to high heavens i gotta watch a show to understand the movie but I thought like that would have been a smarter way to do it. Like if you don't want to do a movie for each of yeah. these characters, if you can't, you know, get them in to shoot like a short season of a TV show in between uh, Batman yeah. versus Superman and Wonder Woman, like a 13 episode season of a show just to establish the character. Like they did it with uh fucking Gennady's Clone Wars in between episodes two and three. You know, there was a story that kind of bridged the gap between the two movies, provided context for this space battle that you're just thrown into at the beginning of episode three. Like, mm-hmm. it helps if the movie makes sense without having to see that. But if your choice is, oh, we can do this, or we could try to release a four-hour movie or a two-hour movie that makes no fucking sense, you know, why not go that route? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the the show would be. I think this. Was I, I would more... probably squirm a little bit, but I'd be I'd be okay with it probably in the end if they, if they said okay, well the this is this is actually the CW Flash because I actually don't mind the CW Flash too much. There, that has some good aspects to it, um, but uh, you know it was just portrayed in the beginning as this is not the CW Flash. The returning characters you know from the Flash uh, universe is not the same as this. You know, DC cinematic universe um so we needed a little bit more time to to flesh that out yeah it's uh, and, and we even we didn't even get that much flash we know his dad's in jail and, and that's about it yeah but that, still, i mean that was, was that was in the theatrical cut um the uh the the main stuff they added with flash was well the ending when he goes back in time yeah. to to reverse their defeat which so um, much better that is a better ending i, I, I like I'm, there's I, I like I said, this is a better movie in aggregate. I like the stuff. Oh, I like some of the stuff that was added back in. And looking back at the theatrical cut, I didn't really like much of the stuff they added with the reshoots there. Right. Um, they were trying to make it Avengers, which I mean, Avengers when you think about it was kind of dumb and and silly too. Um, but I guess that doesn't really fit the the tonality of the Justice League as well. But uh, you know, like, like I said, there's there's better stuff in here, and I like if I I think that the optimal cut is just a shorter version of the Snyder cut. I will agree there. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that doesn't With, need to be in this movie. Within the Snyder cut, there is yeah. perhaps a a theatrical release that yeah. That, if you that, cut that off work. all the epilogue shit. 
So that's well, like 25 minutes right there. Yeah. You're down yeah. to three hours and 40-ish minutes. I think it's not too difficult to find another 20, 25 mm -hmm. minutes to take out um, from there. And then you're at like three hours and 10 minutes, which is, you know, maybe a big ask, but it's not impossible. Titanic was about that long. Endgame wasn't much shorter than that. Um, yeah, I think you could have done that, and I think that's the best version of this movie. So I'd say this is better. Um, like, I'd watch this, sure. Uh, maybe not all at once. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, yeah, you don't have to. I, to and compare I it. But totally like, understand if you got to get up halfway through, stretch your legs, get a snack. think there's merit Take to, uh, to both versions. I would say that aspects of the Snyder Cut are definitely stronger mm -hmm. um but if you didn't like justice league because you thought the story was kind of dumb and contrived the snyder cut isn't going to fix that for you uh because it follows the same structure steppenwolf shows up he wants the mother boxes so dark side can invade they resurrect Superman. Superman's evil yeah. when he comes out for whatever reason. But he like also wants the mother boxes for different reasons. Like I'm they don't just broad strokes, Jake. I'm not Look, trying to get into the. Movie I'm just here. saying they <laughs> fleshed out Steppenwolf a lot more, and he's not painful to look at. So I actually dis. I liked his design. I wish they would have just resed up his face and kept the older design because I did not like the new design oh, in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, <laughs> to each because he, he doesn't look like someone from Apocalypse in the Snyder cut. In the original cut, like he was a very low poly model, but he looked like someone who could come from Apocalypse conceivably. Uh, this he's he's too shiny and purdy. He's, <laughs> he's pretty and, boy. Cyborg looks too much like Iron Man, especially when he fucking flies and puts the mask down. I was like, oh, that's a yeah, little on was, the nose there. Yeah, I was. I, I don't. Does he have like a, a whole face helmet like in the in the comics and stuff like that? Um, not that I am familiar with. I wish there was a little bit more color. He also I, was not nearly for... as metal. In the... I just. I just want a Teen Titans cyborg, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think that's Titan what we cyborg. all wanted. Like that's a pretty good Yeah. That's cyborg, cyborg character. Yeah. Um but yeah, like there's there's good stuff in it. I'd say it's it's overall better. But when you take the like scattershot approach to filmmaking where it's like we'll just throw it all in here, something will stick. Totally. Um, you're you're bound to end up with something there. You're like, yeah, like I like this part. I like this part. And you're thinking like, oh yeah, there are I guess a lot of parts that I like, but there's also a lot of stuff that's you know, un either unchanged from the theatrical version or uh, in there that doesn't add anything. Like the conversation where Martha and uh, Martian Man or not Martha, Martha Marf Manhunter, Marf Martha Manhunter, uh, and Lois Lane talk uh, that. <laughs> That's just like a why. Why are you throwing that in there? That just With seemed no like a, a very and no follow up. A very giddy Zack Snyder to introduce man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's very snacks. Zack Snyder self indulgent. Yeah, snack Snyder. Um, <laughs> kind of film. And if if that's what you wanted, if you're a Snyder cut person, you're gonna fucking love this. 
Um, if you're not, I think there's enough stuff that I like. I I watch some of these scenes. And I'm like, why did you cut that from the theatrical release? Yeah. Like, um, I'm I'm sorry, but like, who thought? Why would you think that? Um, uh, Steppenwolf's fear and getting attacked by his own parademons was better than having Flash literally reverse time and like having everybody lose. I, I, I don't get it. It was just some, yeah, some weirdness about the studio not wanting the Flash to do time travel. Um, That's sometimes his thing. That's his thing a lot of the time. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> that, Jake. I don't work at Warner Brothers. I'm not defending the studio. In fact, I'd say that most of this is the studio's fault because they very poorly planned out their cinematic universe and they switched directors halfway through a project. Well, they didn't switch. Uh, they had. They, I mean, yes, they switched, but they were forced to, I guess. I guess they could have uh, delayed the project a few years, which honestly... All right, real take, real talk. Real th- probably would have been the better idea if they deleted if they delayed it by like literally four years. Yes, if they deleted this movie and then kept going with the establishing movies before they did yeah. Justice League, that would have been the better approach. Yes, I agree. I, I actually think that honestly would have been better. Like just <coughs> fucking leave Zack Snyder the. Reins. I don't understand the rush. Like, wouldn't you want to time it so that Marvel like interest in phase four of marvel is well below what endgame was why wouldn't you want to wait until after marvel's you know fucking blown their load and you're like okay here comes our stuff exactly (laughs) makes a lot more sense to me anyway yeah that's the that's that's that the snyder cut that's snyder cut everybody um there's not a lot going on in, in gaming news right now um GameStop has announced that they're going to start selling GPUs. Jokes on them, there are no GPUs to sell. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, turns out you actually need GPUs. They're <laughs> going to just start making GPUs themselves. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, well, that's why people are hopeful that Intel's GPU uh, is any good because they make their chips in California. They don't oh. contract out to. See, one of the issues with this chip shortage is there's two companies in the world that can make these wafers, TSMC and Samsung. Both are in Asia. (laughs) Both are having water shortages. But why do they keep on building these, like, chip manufacturers where water can be a shortage? Like... Well, Multiple, they're building new facilities. Both TSMC tech. and Samsung are going to open up a lot of fabrication plants here in America because Biden allocated all that money to address the chip shortage. However, it takes time for these things to get built and get up and running. Kurt, so watch your tongue. Biden would never bring jobs back to America. <laughs> they always go the other way. They always leave. They never come back. Talking like a crazy man over here. I know, um, <laughs> but he's throwing money at the problem, and they're taking it. Hey, sometimes that works. <laughs> Throw uh, enough money it, at it'll, COVID, it'll, it'll be go away. a couple of years before <laughs> yeah. uh, they're in the supply chain. Yeah. So we're yeah, we're in for a long time. If you are a gamer looking for a more current GPU, your best hope is to cross your fingers and say a prayer to R and Jesus every night. 
that Bitcoin and Litecoin and Dogecoin all crash super hard (laughs) and the miners sell off their GPUs because that's that can potentially happen sooner than fixing the supply chain issues that are plaguing uh, this. Uh, There are a lot of Linus Tech Tips did a great video about uh, some of the reasons for this chip shortage um, and all the very complex, like, perfect storm of shit that's happened to make this the crisis that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I recommend checking that out uh, because he goes into a lot more stuff than I have time to go into because we spent 25 minutes talking about the Snyder Cut. Um, Hades claimed up at the 2021 BAFTA Game Awards. Uh, good. It deserves every <laughs> award that it gets. Maybe I should um, pick that game up. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, uh, MTG Arena uh, has dropped for iOS and Android everywhere. Um, before I believe it was. Oh, this like... is older news. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but the, yeah. you, you sparked it in my head. Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Uh, this is slightly older news, but Slay the Spire is now available on iOS and Android. So if you've never played Slay the Spire and you want to be able to play it anywhere you go, uh, buy it. Would that be a good one on on mobile? Oh, yeah. Yeah, It would work fine on mobile. I think it probably would be. Yeah, there's there's no reason not to. There's touchscreen interface on the Switch, um, and it's one of the best roguelites out there. So, yeah, Slay the Spire, highly recommend. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, MTG Arena uh, has opened, uh, and I, I played it. I think I played one game. It was it was fine. It's a little cluttered, but whatever. Um, but also, it's a big it's a big week for Magic. Actually, uh, Magic Legends uh, oh has an open beta, but it has taken a beating over monetization and frame rate issues. And I also the like... names of the things that you play in it. <laughs> Have you? I have heard about that one. Yet? I just saw. You play as like some guy, and then uh, you help like Ral Zarek, I think. No, oh no. Um, what do you mean? Look up if if you find it. So anyone who's played played has kind of noted this that a lot of the spell names aren't aren't magic cards. They're just things. <laughs> oh god! Like how Jesus. or they don't do what the magic card does. Like the spell unearth. Y'all know unearth the. Yep. The damage dealing spell that hits enemies in a cross formation. <laughs> Jesus, you know, classic <laughs> magic. Spell names are just not. I don't know how dumb. you would represent uh, target creature three C of the zero <laughs> in a game like that, though. But yeah, certainly uh, damage in a cross mm. pattern is not <laughs> what I would have come up with. That's silly. I want to see if I can find the um. Oh. They don't. I can't find any good articles about it. But if you if you watch any of the popular content creators review, they they talk they talk at length about um, some of these names that are just just the worst. Um, but yeah, no, I, I watched like I think uh, thirty seconds of it, and the frame rate was abysmal. Uh, it's it does not look super great right now. Well, it's so. an early access, right? Open beta, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. Um, well, Take if it's it in will, beta, yeah. I'm not sure how much uh, heavy lifting they can do there. <laughs> what the fuck was Alpha? Alpha was just a slideshow. <laughs> just uh, concept art. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a storyboard. <laughs> they just take a camera and go from one to 
piece of paper to the next. <laughs> Not PC gaming, but I guess it is still gaming. Uh, if you like Harry Potter and never thought, hey, what if this was uh, on a plane in Magic the Gathering? Uh, look no further than Strixhaven because they have their their much larger dump of uh, Strixhaven announcements, uh, and they go very in depth into. Learn is the stupidest the mechanic. <laughs> yeah, free sideboard wish. time. Yeah, it, it's like oh, I'm a commander player. Oh yeah, really thanks for that. printing all this useless shit on this cards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the uh, rules committee will kowtow again and be like, "Oh, learn works in commander." Learn works. You just have to have a learn side deck. Just like you can have a companion too. So now you have a learn side deck, your companion, your commander, and your main deck. Mm-hmm. Your main deck is now ninety cards because you can have uh, <laughs> eight cards. You can have eight cards ten, in your ten learn deck. lessons. Yes. Everyone's running eighty nine main decks. <laughs> I don't even run any learn cards. I just want to thin this deck out. <laughs> Uh, so what else? Uh, yeah, they, they, they have a couple of new mechanics coming out as well with a uh, Magecraft. Uh, I like and that one. That is, that, is, that is basically Storm goodness. Uh, and then... No, it's like, oh, you Lord. want Storm to be more consistent? Here you go. You ever want to have a counterspell built into your creature? Here's Ward. Oh, boy. That, that seems uh, very interesting. So we'll, we'll see how, how yeah. good that is. Um, as well as five new commanders. So this will be released with uh, five new commander decks that come out as well. Uh, but we just know the commanders for those right now. Uh, not not much else yeah. isn't on there. Uh, yeah, back... I don't know. It, it could be cool. Yeah, I mean, there's cool stuff in there. I don't I don't like parasitic mechanics and you know learn and lesson. They're both going to be not returning. It's like party. <laughs> it's like I didn't like party either. I have a lot of these yeah. Zendikar cards that are useless to me because I'm not going to fucking pay attention to party. <laughs> uh, I, the, I can see it coming back in the Dungeons and Dragons set. Oh, which it's it probably 100%. it honestly probably will. That it, was the pilot will. test for this. Yeah. Zendikar was basically a D and D campaign. Yeah. Um. Uh, so hopefully, Call of Duty. Going back to gaming news here yeah. is reportedly returning to World War II this year. Vanguard. Is the Call of Duty Vanguard is apparently Sledgehammer's follow up to Call of Duty WW2. Hooray. So we're just uh, we're cycling. We're gonna go yep. through them all again. Where's the Where's the Revolutionary or Civil War Call of Duty? I yes. no, it was made. In the, I've played it. It's not Call of Duty. It's the History Channel. <laughs> I played on the GameCube, I think, or was it the Xbox? Um, a civil probably war. the Xbox because I can't imagine that being on the GameCube. Let's let's see, <laughs> Civil War History Channel. The the uh, console with the lunchbox handle doesn't really strike me as the game to, you know, the okay, platform yeah. to have a game about the most bloody war in American history. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, 360. So I had on the 360. Uh, the History Channel presents Civil War, A Nation Divided. Uh, you had all the different, you had a couple different guns you could play, and you. I want. Different I want battles. Call of Duty, um, seventeen seventy six, and I want you to have like one gun, the black powder rifle, and you can unlock the grooved barrel attachment. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can shoot further. And I want it to be like an interactive QTE mini game to reload it because you have to put the put the gunpowder in, take, tear the mm. packet, pour it in, push it down, <laughs> blow the pellet. Yeah, some of these reload times were just abysmal in this, but uh, well, it was a lot of a lot of Colt rifles uh, that were like, "Hey, this is like a six shooter, but just a longer barrel." Look at that fucking graphics man that is 360 era if i've ever seen classic it It does not look like n64 (laughs) at all (laughs) there was a scope that was the size of the entire gun (laughs) they had early era snipers which i don't know just they used duct tape a spyglass to your pretty much yep and then uh you had a gatlin gun that i think you had you got one time (laughs) yeah because the army's response to the machine, the Maxim machine gun was. You're gonna waste bullets with that. Why do you yeah. want to? Sp- why do you want to shoot that much? It's bad. Put it away. None of that. <laughs> give me, a, give yeah. me more of those lead balls. Those unaerodynamic lead balls. Come on. I remember that episode of Justice League where they go back in in time to the Jonah Hex time and they shoot their like Colt revolves at Wonder Woman and she's like, "Those are the biggest, slowest bullets I have ever seen." <laughs> 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 um there's a fan site called halo me.nu that lets you revisit the joy of leaving an xbox idling in the living room with your halo disc in as it plays menu music from the halo franchise halo.me <laughs> no halo me.nu you can pick which Halo's uh, music you want to listen to. Oh, God. Uh, they, they have them all. One, two, three, three Mythic, three ODST, Reach, four, five, Wars, and the Infinite Demo menu music. The Infinite Demo. Wow. It's got birds on its screen. And not yeah, only does it play a... the music, it shows you the uh, FM, the, the video from the menu before you press start yep it's <laughs> pretty amazing. cool i like this <laughs> wait halo 3 mythic what is this yeah is this like I, a special I, version or i guess is is the only thing different just it, that it has mythic underneath it no it's not uh no it has the master chief as the video uh, master chef yeah okay instead of the fucking apocalyptic storm of the original uh, Halo 3 menu. Man, that brought me back. Yeah, uh, so wow. that's a thing you can waste your time with. Much <laughs> like you can waste your time with the three fantastic Supermen. Hoo-wee. One uh, of the worst movies I've ever seen, <laughs> from really? a technical uh, perspective yeah. at least. Um, I don't know what kind of ist the portrayal of the mute Superman was, but it is one of them. <laughs> I believe that's ableist. Ableist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I've good. never had the opportunity to interact with someone who was mute, but I don't think that's how they communicate. Uh, what do they, what do they nickname them? Uh, jumping, jumping bean, bean jumping, which bean, is also, yeah. Not Come great because he jumping bean. He looks like he could possibly be Mexican. 
Yeah. Um, all right. So this, <laughs> I this is the, right, six, this so is the I most sixties say... movie I've ever seen. This it was a, very sexy. This is Holy a movie shit. in the sense that it is a moving picture accompanied by sound. <laughs> um, its resemblance to a movie beyond that kind of falls apart a little bit. It makes some bold choices, like you know how when in these superhero movies, like in Wonder Woman or in Justice League, when Wonder Woman's on the scene, they they like anytime she like fucking moves a quarter inch, they play her fucking. Ah! Mm -hmm. Um, you know they had that in this movie although they made the bold editorial decision to make it circus music yeah I was uh, I wanted to die by the end of this shit (laughs) the fucking climactic scene with the circus music playing over it I'm like no. Wait, which which has... of the two theme tracks? Wait, which of the um So there's yeah, there is the one that's a little more like uh epic. But there's one like in the opening scene when they're doing the heist and they're like bouncing around on trampolines and doing gymnastics and they're playing circus music and this is like literally some shit you'd see in one of the rings of a circus. I'm like you know, this is a this is a uh, unexpected amount of self awareness from this movie. Mm-hmm. It lets you know what you were in for. This is gonna be a fucking circus, folks. Buckle in. Let's recount the plot of the fan- three fantastic supermen. So two of them robbed the Pentagon, and then some fucking blast hard cheese motherfucker from the FBI yeah. shows up, and he's like. Look at how big my pecs are in my abs. Can I join you in one of your bulletproof suits that protects you from everything but fire? Gee, wonder if that's going to come up later in the movie. Very. <laughs> wonder if that's going to come up at the very fucking end of the movie. Um, uh, and they're like, sure. Sure. Totally. I'm George Clooney. stranger. I've never done this before, but yes, join our team of you've, fantastic you've got, Supermen. You've got some sick moves in there. And then Blast McCarchies reveals his superpower is gun. This, and he's super strong. It's a little tiny like, Luger. It's a little tiny pew pew. Your, attack, your moves are too slow. Try one of these. It just throws him a fucking gun. <laughs> it's like, no, I have ball on string, you this idiot. Is, this, this is secretly a JoJo reference. Because in JoJo, maybe, an, or maybe there are JoJo Italians who use three... steel balls. Maybe maybe JoJo is a uh, fantastic, fantastic Superman. That, that almost successor. track. That almost tracks with how ridiculous this shit is. Um, um, so in Operation Roasting Chestnut, I believe. <laughs> yes, Operation Roasted Chestnut. Um, they steal uh, money from a newly formed Arab. Nations. I believe it's called Smushy. From from the nation of Smushy. It was. It, I don't think it's Smushy, but it, it's. It might as well be. Who cares? We'll call it Smushy for the purposes of this review. Uh, so they steal the money from Smushy, but it turns out to be counterfeit. Well, no, they reveal this was an op <laughs> for the FBI. Yes. And then the 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 two original Superman were like, "I don't do no government work." 
And you he's like, duped us. He's like, oh, it's fine. We'll forgive you for robbing the Pentagon. And they're like, Operation Kangaroo, engage. <laughs> and they fling the mute one into the fucking sky with the money. So you could just, he just yeah. snags off and a fucking seesaw. And then circus music maneuver. plays again. And my favorite character, uh, Man Who Throws Hat on Ground, yeah. uh, enters ah! the fray. And he throws his hat <laughs> on the ground. And then a car comes by to pick him up, and he has to pick his hat back up to get into the fucking car, only to throw it down at the dock again as they escape in a speedboat <laughs> to their so fucking it, gymnastic he had, he had parlor. The best arc. Yeah, no, they they escape into a boarding school, and by boarding school we mean gymnasium brothel. 60s gymnasium, gymnasium brothel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, boarding school, so there's going to be a bunch of kids around here. And little did I know, they're not kids. They're just a bunch of... Babes. 60s Italian babes. Yeah. This is where he goes in and he's like, future he's like fantastic kissing them all. I understand why Berlusconi is the way he is. And why the rich Italians are the way they are. If this is how they all grew up. Like this is acceptable behavior. Me this having how you ten women. to thirty women around me at all times. <laughs> so uh, FBI Blas McCarthy shows back up. He's like, "Aha! I found you. I put a tracer in your thing." And they reveal that the money's counterfeit. And they're like, "Oh, we need to investigate this." And it's like, you know what? Sure, we'll be friends again. Take me to the man <laughs> who made your bulletproof suits. <laughs> And let me kiss the tallest one on my way out as a show of dominance. <laughs> and it's like, here, here, take this, take these jewels, hun, as I walk away. But not this, this is from my mom's. And I go visit the the, uh, the the scientist man. The old man, yep. And they, 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 <laughs> and his, just, uh, what, his niece? His, I don't his know. Niece? Just Ita- the Italianness is just cranked up as they go to the the seaside villa. And yep. the the girl shows up on her 1940s roadster, and, and she comes out. She's like, oh, "You rep scallion." He's still got the lipstick on his cheek because he's kissing babes. And she's like, "How dare you kiss other women? We're dating. How dare you I guess. cheat on me?" Suddenly, and it's like, "What? Oh, this is a new ink." <laughs> I'm like you son of a bitch that's a good one at what point does FBI man fucking pop open a pop top can with one finger he just goes he breaks the metal in half oh when he after he escapes from the car and he's like haha I'm the FBI guy here tell me how you make your suits and then he's like they're like how'd you get out and he's like I have my ways and he's he crushes a fucking can or something. This isn't like finger. a like a tin can. This is like, you know, one of those glass bottle soda toppers, you know? <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. crushes it inwards and is like generic cola. Mm. Generic cola. Italian cola. Ooh, it's a spaghetti ooh, ooh, flavor. Generic cola. <laughs> it's spaghetti flavor of cola. It's spaghetti. Let's they so they go into Somebody the lab. They go into his '60s lab, which is also his his like very everywhere. nice open skylight vista. Um, and he finds the money. He goes to his money identification box, which is you know a big old tinfoil box. And that's standard lab equipment. Mm-hmm. And he identifies that it is in fact money, <laughs> but it's slightly radioactive. Well, he t- he takes out the 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 thing, and he's like this. He's like, these guys are making counterfeit bills, but they're making them too well. And the side is like, wait a second. 
Oh, my duplicator. Give me that dollar. My duplicator. <laughs> like, I knew it. And then it's uh, like the duplicator that only I know about made this. It has to be. And my, mind and you, my we're like forty-five in, minutes into the movie at this point, and we're just now getting to a point where it's, plot is present. <laughs> the way the dialogue is in the editing, like I feel like I'm just I was watching this movie through a fog. Oh, I also forgot to mention right at the beginning they throw you right into it. They're like, oh, yeah. three fantastic Superman out the ball." Out the <laughs> I that's what I love about these all all these movies that we're all these old watching, Italian shitty superhero movies. No fucking setup. <laughs> Superman, nope. no setup. Just Superman. We're here. This, Movie this started. Superhero. Did you miss it? You. <laughs> Don't miss the introduction. No credits either. Name. That's that's another staple of these Italian yeah. superhero movies. They just end. No one wanted to be associated with this. It's like the ninja operations. They just end in the middle of an action scene. It's like no one no, wants to put their name on this. We will talk about this ending. <laughs> it was so iconic that I changed my uh, my profile picture to the last frame of it. Oh, yeah, fiend. <laughs> Fine, it's fine, and I, and I was yelling in my room at like it's two in the morning. Fine. No, it's not fine. This movie <laughs> this is, is fine. not fine. Fine way to end it. Um, so then they get attacked by guys again, like, and they get held hostage by more goons and with machine guns. He's like, "Go check the money." Okay, I'll check the money as I put my machine gun down to go check the money. Yeah, and they find out that their boss is fucking Rush Limbaugh, and. <laughs> This man could eat the in, the Italian peninsula in one bite. This man's over here just inhaling cigars while he spouts the racist nonsense on the radio airways. I mean, he's, like, Jake, he's, he's you know clearly D&D. sexist. He hates kids. He looks like Rush Limbaugh. He's fat. Yeah, <laughs> Jake, you know D&D. He's Is this guy just mammon? Yes. <laughs> He's just mammon. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so he changed his name from Gottlieb to Golem. He's like, I'm Mr. Golem now. I'm Golem. Uh, wait, no, no, we didn't even... We have to get introduced to the, the children prison was... island first. Yeah. The children cult island. Golem's... Ch- his, uh, yeah, his prison island. Where they go and there's like, why is there a moat on this? I came to this island. I just, I felt, I felt the intuition that we should come yeah, to this one island. Up on the island. Oh yeah, it's uh, we came for a costume party. <laughs> Don't worry, as I can, and the the FBI guy's like, watch as I conspicuously remove the suction cup from my shoes. This won't and... come into play later. <laughs> He's like, I can't walk around anywhere with Oh, they don't have suction cups. Oh, we didn't talk about, like, evil blonde lady. She's evil and blonde. Didn't we? She's evil and blonde. She's there. That's, okay, yeah. That's, we covered it. Did it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, back to the, back to the kids in, like, pastel. There's, like, it's like a cult. They just walk in and there's, like, kids on this island. And, like, why is there, why is there kids on this island? (laughs) This is really weird. It turns out to be vitally important to the plot. Uh, yeah. So they get tricked and they, they walk away from all these kids, which is, uh, was probably the best move, considering. Um, and then it turns out that underneath the island is Mr. Golem's secret lair. Oh, Where he's, he's got the duplicator. He's got the duplicator with its polarizing who is lens. Who is he, fucking doofenshmirtz? <laughs> 
<laughs> the duplicator nator. <laughs> and we can uh, duplicate anything. I'm already the richest man in the world, but I keep making gold because fuck why not i love gold this is how this is how economics works i i fucking swear there was swear a fucking how... triple frontier callback at the end of this yes. movie that i was not expecting we knew like they he calls it out I'm like yeah i know we saw it firsthand we've seen evidence of this way he says he can't take all the gold away in this helicopter it's not gonna make it over the andes <laughs> can you call it a callback if it's... it's a call forward <laughs> one was, it was made... ahead of its time maybe that's where Triple Frontier got its uh, got this from. I think like, so. Hey guys, oh the three fa- the three fantastic. I think I think it was inspired <laughs> by it because well it has to be right because it has the same like level of inaneness to the plot. It has the same fucking quality of acting. Editing's a little bit better in, in Triple Frontier, just just, just a smidge. This and is, it has the same like <laughs> main Triple plot. Frontier is a three Four. fantastic Superman remake. <laughs> It's it's a soft reboot. It's a spiritual successor. I'm I'm so all right. It's, my it's day is so three fantastic dead. Superman triple frontier. You think that's a coincidence, <laughs> guys? If we go about making this fucking movie, we have to keep the plot point as the helicopter. Can helicopter can't so get too stuff. high if it has too much money in it. It's an important Ooh. symbolic gesture about the negative consequences of greed. And then we will shoot the main villain and then make the worst cut, second worst cut in the history of cinema. Yeah, we... And he'll just stumble backward for five minutes. The first yeah. worst cut in the history of cinema is they fucking run over two guards... And they filmed this mm-hmm. by filming the car, filming the two guys, cutting back to the cutting to the two guys, and then cutting back to the car with the guys nowhere to be seen. Oh. The implication being they were run over. I gotta find it. No, I was thinking of like some of the worst cuts for me were the ones where like a guy would get shot, and in the middle of the action, they cut to an entire different location. They well, just forget not- that. Like, like that's bad like cuts in terms of like continuity editing but like in terms of pulling off an effect where you're running over people the way they edited it was just god awful same with the fucking gun because they couldn't afford a squib so they just yeah. like showed you the gun and then him going like ah with no no sense that these two events are connected <laughs> absolutely like, I, I love it where he's just like, hmm, okay, I'll shoot you then. And he, he just fucking shoots the dude. Um, but then the guy's not dead. Then the doctor man's not dead after he gets shot. That doesn't I guess, make sense. yeah. Oh, no, no, because he was working on the new bulletproof suit when they kidnapped oh. him. And no one gave him any time to change. Direct line from the movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I didn't change. No one gave me so. any time to change. Yeah, so so they're at this point they're infiltrating the school and and Golem is gonna just freeze kids to death and clone them. No, um, he cloned them first, and he's like, ah, now I have my duplicates and they're perfect, even though as they're he, the as same. As he gropes the one woman, yeah, as he's holding, he's like using her tits as knobs to control his fucking cold machine. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now this... I'll, I'll kill them, and then all his henchmen are like, "Your sadism is getting out of control," and he shoots them. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And it's like I'm the same two fine. actors getting shot like four times. It's because they, they knew I'm how to do sure it. I'm pretty sure the John Oates looking motherfucker got shot at least six times. We should talk about the special <laughs> effects. So first first of all, in, in light of the other special effects in this movie, the remote car, I'm pretty sure, is just a guy under the dashboard. He's got his <laughs> hand like raised up to get the steering wheel and his other hands to push the gas pedals. Yeah, and they're like just like, just go and... forward and don't turn. We won't make you turn at all. Just hold the steering wheel straight, and we'll, when we say stop, stop. Um, because the other effects in this movie are um, the, the duplication effect, otherwise known as we just learned what a double exposure is. <laughs> we learned that trick out of film editing 101. Um, and then the other one was <laughs> we learned how to overlay overlay an effect on film. when Because when the clones die... They freeze, and then someone draws squiggly lines on them, and then they explode into glass. That was great. I like that. By which I mean the same pile of glass. <laughs> they just cut to the smoke coming <laughs> off of that one prop they had. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's in the shape of the person, too. It's outlined in their, their legs. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. No, they couldn't do that one twice. That was too expensive. They could only do it the once. So the one, yeah. the one fembot <laughs> explodes like that. And the other yeah, one. like what the fuck was how brutal that shit was? Like, that was unnecessarily violent for this fucking movie that has circus music playing in its action scenes. There was uh, there was one part in the middle that like really got me going was uh, when I think it was the big strong man, the FBI guy, mm-hmm. uh, was like, because like they don't kill, right? They're like all about. No, we don't like killing. Yeah. Sometimes if we throw them but off my the roof, superpower yeah, is gun. <laughs> So this guy is like, oh, there's the kid who's like, on the tower. He like about? he like takes off his helmet or some of that, and he punches him right in the face, and then he like or no, no with his Italian his kung mask. fu, his jujitsu, <laughs> and then he, and then he looks at him like mortified, like he punches him and then looks at him mortified, like he sunk in his face, and he's like, this guy's fucking dead. Dead. And he's like, what have I done? <laughs> you, y'all don't remember the one where the kid was randomly on the tower for some reason, and he's gonna die, but they're he's slowly saving the kid as the circus music plays. He's like, I'm gonna yeah. die! Like, as he's walking up the fucking side of the building. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. they and then why don't we just? So well, yeah, they, they have to they, have to fight his clones. Yeah, he, they clone the FBI guy, but the cross polarizer's broken, so the scar's on the wrong side of the face. The duplicator's useless. He fights the clones. They don't have suction cups, so they use that to to win the day by walking on the ceiling. They break out Muscle Man. We we discuss the Triple Frontier. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> that happens. Then they fall into fourth-grade Scooby-Doo traps. Yeah. They get out of those... And it just kind of meanders until they wrap it up. They save the doctor. He explains about the bulletproof suit. He destroys his own duplicator. He's like, I've made a horrible mistake. And then uh, Golem they steal dies from the somehow. Pentagon again. Um, I think the thing falls on him, doesn't he? I, I feel like, like his, he explodes. Because he's a Golem clone, too. falls off the edge. Yeah. Shit. Oh, no, like yeah, he, he falls, falls off the edge. Golem yeah. falls off the edge of the building. <laughs> yeah, after he gets shot. Yep, um, and stumbles back for twenty five minutes. Uh, uh, um, and so yes. yeah, so uh, they they explain some, they wrap up some bullshit. They're talking, and the the two original Supermen steal from the Pentagon again the money, and then uh, 
my candidate for the worst uh, edit in this film is the last frame of this fucking movie in which they're so the the two grifters realize that the money the money is fake so they throw it out the back for people to come and grab it um, and they drive off into the sunset except <laughs> it pauses like at the last second and it does it's like it was almost like a jump scare I was like okay the movie's over oh god oh, oh god this fucking oh, no. movie and and it reverses it plays everything in reverse. And freeze frames as some bullshit moral comes across the. It's like, remember, kids, there's more to steal around the corner. Arrivederci. <laughs> and then it just says, fine. <laughs> and the movie's over. <laughs> so, Peter, would you say you like the three fantastic super? Yes. <laughs> No, this fucking this is true these are truly the shitty Avengers. Yes. Like your your is up there too, but it's like charmingly bad. Um and uh Zebra Man, comparatively speaking, uh pretty strong movie. Mm-hmm. So this this felt like a return to true form for the shitty Avengers. Like this was this was definitely a supersonic man or Puma man level uh, entry here. It's the worst, uh, yeah, and that is that great. the that's the cap off the superhero uh, month here. Shitty yeah, Avengers that's, month. That's shitty Avengers phase two. So um, maybe we'll watch a real superhero movie next week. Uh, I think Godzilla vs. King Kong is out, right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, HBO Max. Banana. And then Bad, yes. Bad Trip is out on Netflix now as well. So we've got... And Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, yeah, but we're going to let that yeah. finish first before okay. we review it. Oh, is that I've a TV show? First episode. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a movie. No. Oh. No. It's a show. Okay. It better be I a show. One Otherwise, that yeah. fucking, oh, that's a weird way to end your movie. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Here's new Captain yeah, America. <laughs> See ya, folks. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll have that. Like we get, we get this new content coming down the pipeline. We got new releases. Um, Always new content. So uh, stick around for for that. We'll probably do Godzilla vs King Kong uh, for this week, next week. Um, yeah, I kind of want to watch that tonight. Pepper. And uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap episode 256 and phase two of Shitty Avengers. Uh, Gecko Man 2 will return in phase three, which will maybe not be like two and a half years between the two. (laughs) But uh, we'll see. see. I mean, we're we're almost out of ninja operations, so we're going to have to find something to fill. I know we we haven't had one in a while. All right. Yeah. We need to finish that up at some point. Yeah. Um, and then we can be like the only three people who can say we've, we've seen all seven seen Ninja all Operation them. movies <laughs> that have been released. Um, and the saga. You know, I've, I'm sure that I can say with certainty that as a community of less than 500 people in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Godfrey yeah, Ho. I feel like we we are the inheritors of the Godfrey Ho legacy. I have to bear this burden of knowledge for the rest of my life. His next of kin, please hit us up, and then uh, we can talk about some sort of. Like, Is he still alive? Does he rights? have a publicist? I, yes, I, I believe I, he's I, a teacher at a at a Hong Kong film institute. Okay, 
I, Jake, whoever whoever's in charge of intercompany liaisons, reach out to his publicist. I want to try to interview Godfrey Ho for the show. Mm-hmm. He I is here. Know, how many interview requests could he possibly get, even though we're not huge? Why would he turn it down? <laughs> I guess, so he's 73 years old, and he retired from filmmaking in two... So he's retired right now. He retired in 2000. Um... Yeah, he, he sometimes considered the Ed Wood of Hong Kong cinema, <laughs> believed to have directed more than 100 films, including 80 movies from 1980 to 1990. Yeah, 27 of them being uh, ninja movies starring Richard Harrison as Gordon. <laughs> Not Richard Harrison. God, Jesus. What's his fucking name? We'll try to make this work. No, we'll no, we'll make this work. We will, we'll try to get Not Godfrey Ho on the show. Uh, do or do not there is no try to coincide we'll, we'll get the interview in the can and then after we do ninja operation seven we'll release the interview <laughs> <laughs> so we so we have a look out for that <laughs> i'm sure it'll be the only search result when you google god three ho interview <laughs> it'll be fantastic and we'll corner that market we've cornered the I, little I howie's market and we've cornered the godfrey ho market we're for unstoppable a i felt like for a second i felt like uh the 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 sketch with the shit what's the the hi harry carey the harry carey skit yeah. where yeah. it's like next time we'll have albert einstein oh he's dead he's been dead well, for we'll 40 try to years get him anyways <laughs> you know what we'll try to get him anyway godfrey ho's retired apparently it's retired we'll get him anyways <laughs> all right be well, stay safe, party like it's 1995, folks, and we'll uh, stop by Twitch TV backslash Saturn Studs, Divinity Original Sin 2. I'm actually going to spend this afternoon mapping out my build, because I want to figure that shit out. I definitely yeah. want to respec, because my my talents and traits are not where I want them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I grab things that seem good at the time. Uh, SaturnStuds.com, easy to remember website to find all your Saturn stud links we got our youtube channel social media twitch uh only place you need to go really SaturnStuds.com. uh be well stay safe probably like it's 1995 and we'll see you next time peace bye-bye